Welcome to Donnacloney Parish Podcast. If you want to know more information about the parish, how to support us, or for other social media, please go to www.donnacloneyparish.co.uk. Thank you. of our heart will be acceptable before thee. In the name of Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen. I remember one day as a young assistant minister in a new parish, I went out on a routine visitation, pastoral visit. So I went and knocked at the door of a lady. I came in and the lady said to me, hello. And she said, if not for the fact that you have a collar on you, I would have called the police because she has never met me before. She has heard my name, George, but she doesn't know who George is or what George looks like. This seems to be a true experience of the people that we read in our Bible reading in Acts chapter 2 this morning. These are people who live during Jesus' time, as well as many of us Christians today, because many people know Jesus by name, but not as Lord and Messiah. Ten days after the, after the ascension of Jesus into heaven, the disciples united in prayer, and as they stayed in Jerusalem, the Holy Spirit came upon them on Pentecost Day. The Bible makes us to know that they were filled with the Holy Spirit and they were filled with power, power to proclaim the good news of our Lord Jesus Christ. And it was not surprising to see that some people made fun of them. Actually, some people said they must have been drinking overnight. But Peter, being filled with the Holy Spirit, stood up with the 11 disciples, and he addressed the crowd, and in his words, which is the Bible reading for this morning, in his words, in Acts chapter 2, verse 22, he said, Men of Israel, listen to this. Jesus of Nazareth was a man accredited by God to you by miracles, wonders, and signs which God did among you through in, as you yourself know. In an address by Peter to the people, he highlighted some salient point about the person of Jesus and what we should do as Christians after knowing him. To help us this morning, I'm going to approach this sermon using two points. Who is Jesus of Nazareth? And how should we respond to him? In my first point, let me ask a question. Who is Jesus of Nazareth? From our reading, Peter showed us that he is the Messiah. He said he was killed and he is alive. Jesus is the Messiah. Peter said he was killed. And the third thing he said about Jesus is that he is alive. 
verse 22, he is the Messiah. The Messiah means he is the Savior. Someone that the people have been expecting, but whom they do not know he was. The people know Moses. They know David. But they do not know Jesus as the Messiah. Peter said he is a man accredited by God by miracles, signs, and wonders. Do you see that in verse 22? And he said God did all those through him by himself. From the Old Testament scriptures, we know that sign, wonders, and miracles authenticate a prophet. The people of that time, we always ask for signs to show the authenticity of the prophet as being sent by God. Through Moses, God performed so many signs for the deliverance of God's people from the land of Egypt. And through Jesus Christ, he did what only God can do. Example of this is when he shows his authority to forgive sin in Mark chapter 2 verse 7. This was the account of the healing of a man who was paralyzed. The teachers of the law said in Mark 2 7, they said, why does this fellow talk like that? Is blaspheming. Who can forgive sins but God alone? This shows who Jesus is. He is the Messiah, he is the Savior, he is God Himself. And after all the miracles that the disciple witnessed, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, when Jesus asked, Who do people say I am? Do you remember that? Peter said in Matthew 16, 16, you are the Messiah, the son of the living God. So it's not surprising to see the same Peter being filled with the Holy Spirit, standing in front of the crowd and proclaiming that you don't know who Jesus is. He is the Messiah. Because God has shown him to you by various miracles, signs, and wonders. Verse 22. Peter went on to say to the people about the same Jesus in verse 23. He said, Jesus is the person that you killed. Let's see it together. In verse 23, Peter said, This man was handed over to you by God's set purpose and foreknowledge, and you, with the help of wicked men, put him to death by nailing him to the cross. Jesus the Messiah, as we have seen earlier, was arrested by the authorities. He had an unfair judgment and trial, and he was killed. But not many people know that this was part of God's redemption plan. Peter said in verse 23 of our reading that this man was handed over to you by God's set purpose and foreknowledge. So God's plan to redeem his people from sin and reconcile man back to himself started in Genesis after the fall. The Bible makes us to know that after man sinned in Genesis chapter 3, we were separated 
from God. Sin separated us from God. And Genesis 3.15, God said, I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your offspring and us. It will crush your head and your, your will strike his heel. This came into fulfillment in the person of Jesus. Because on the cross, the price of sin was paid. It was paid in full on the cross. Jesus bore our pain on the cross. He said, it is finished. And by his death, Jesus gives us new life. And Peter went on again to say, you may not have known this man very well. He is still alive. Don't think he is dead. Jesus is alive. And he reiterated that in verse 24. But God raised him from the dead because it was impossible for death to keep its hold on him. Why? Why would this be? It is because he is Lord of all. On the third day, as he had promised, he rose from the dead. Showing his power and authority over sin and death. Something that no man can ever do. Except God. God himself. All these facts about Jesus of Nazareth. As Peter has explained in our Bible reading today. Shows us that he is both Lord and Messiah. It is true that the people at that time know David as a great and anointed king of God. Remember, he was chosen, I mean David was chosen by God over Saul in 1 Samuel chapter 16. But reading about the account of Jesus, we found out that Jesus is the king greater than David. And Peter said about that. This is a fact that is unknown to many people at that time because they respect David so much. They know David and they put their trust in him. They are still expecting a Messiah as promised in the line of David. Peter said, David died, but he did not rose again. And actually Peter said, David, the king that you know, the anointed king, wrote about Jesus himself in one of his songs in Psalm 16 verse 8 to 11. He wrote about Jesus as the one who gives us hope of life everlasting. And in verse 31 of Acts chapter 2, Peter said, David, the king that is known to you people, saw what was ahead. And he spoke of the resurrection of the Christ. God has raised Jesus to life, verse 32. He has exalted him to his right hand, verse 33. And finally, the Bible says in verse 33, he has received from the Father the promised Holy Spirit and has poured out what you now see. And here, this is what Jesus has done. And after all this, after 
explaining who Jesus of Nazareth is, what should we do about him? This leads me to my second and final point. How should we respond to him? Our response comes from verse 36. As Peter said, this verse actually is the key verse to this reading. Peter said, see with me, therefore let all Israel be assured of this. God has made this Jesus who you crucified both Lord and Christ. This testimony about Jesus remains till today. He is Lord. He is Christ. And the word Christ being the title which means God's King. So Jesus is Lord, is God's King, is the Messiah. He did not make himself all this, but God did. Everything about him is according to God's purpose and foreknowledge. It is all part of his divine plan to rescue us from sin and reconcile us back to himself. If you look further ahead, the crowd that had the testimony about Jesus, the crowd that had the teaching of Peter about who Jesus is, the people that Peter told that this man Jesus is the Lord and Messiah, their hearts were caught and they asked, brothers, what shall we do? Do you see their response? Do you see the Peter's, Peter's reply to them in verse 38? He said, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. So my second point that says, how should we respond? Here is the answer. Let us respond to him by acknowledging him as Lord and Messiah. As Lord and Savior, let us accept him into our lives. This is the right thing to do. And this morning, if you would like to do this, you can do it now. Accept Jesus into your life today. Don't leave it till tomorrow. And if you would love to do this, if you would love to accept him into your heart, you can bow down your head at this point and say this short prayer after me. Let's pray. Dear Lord Jesus, I know that I am a sinner and I ask for your forgiveness. I believe you died for my sins and rose from the dead. I turn from my sins and invite you to come into my heart and life. I want to trust and follow you as my Lord and Savior. Amen. Amen. If you have said this, 
prayer with me this morning, you can share this with me by sending me a message so that I can continue to pray with you. Send me a message on george at donacloneyparish.co.uk or you can call me on 028-388-2511. I would like to hear from you and pray with you. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for sending your son to die and rescue us from sin. Help us to acknowledge him as Lord and Messiah. For we ask this in your name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for being with us today. We pray that this service has been an encouragement to you, a challenge and a help to build you up in your faith in Christ. We've now ended our church service and we'd be delighted if you can join with us again. Thank you for being with us in Donna Cluny Parish. God bless you.